it's E for effort. But why would you give someone an E? You don't E isn't a grade. I mean, but effort starts with E, right? Yeah. I thought the point was like not failing someone. I tried, so you give them right before. Yeah, E is before F. I'm sorry, what? Uh, maybe I've just been saying it wrong my entire life. Maybe I have. Which is probably what's the case, but. One of us been saying it wrong. Y'all, we, we've come to a self-realization that <laughs> we've been saying this thing wrong the whole time. Wait, what's the right way? It is. I'm sorry, we sorry, go, 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 Time and place. Whoa, time and no place. This, this is That's Unfortunate. <laughs> Episode 11. Hello. What's good, everybody? Hey. It is your boy, Chris, a.k.a. SSJ Blackrod, a.k.a. The, the how's it say? The good one. The great, <laughs> the great one. <laughs> You're just AKA, good this week. <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Muckluck. It's your boy. I'm here. Okay. Doing, I'm doing an applause because I forgot <laughs> to upload the, the horns. The horns will be back next week. The horns will definitely be back next week. But we have we have the normal crew. We have Velvet. Yep. Oh, me. It's me. It's me. My bad, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, it's me. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Velvet Isabel, of Jesus Christ. Oh, V-E-L-V-E-T-I-S-A-B-E-L-X. You're doing beautifully. Thank you. Morgan, how you doing? Hi. What's good? My car still hasn't been fixed. I figured I'd update you guys on that. <laughs> um, if you want to follow me, it is at HeyMo0222. All right. All right. Jade. Hi, good? I'm Jade Cooley. You can find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook at Jade Cooley. Um, my Twitter is the Jade Cooley, capital T, capital J, capital C. All right. And we have a special guest in the building. Y'all, if you follow that, if you follow Should I Play That, we've had this man on multiple times. He is a regular guest. And uh, it's <laughs> great having him on this podcast as he, well. It takes too long. It takes too long. All right. We were, yeah, okay. Our arms are okay. tired. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm just trying to build it up. I'm trying to hype it up. Any, day, any day now, this Chris. Is, this any is, day now. Is anytime. All right. Any day. We have Game Master Herb. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? God dang. You can find me at Game Master Herb on Instagram, and you can find me on Twitch at three, the number three, Bears Gaming with a Y, because of course. <laughs> I, love I that get it so much. <laughs> so, so I was, I was trying to trying to build up what you do, but I'll have you let the people know what what do you what do you uh, do? Uh, I guess it's sort of like shifted with. Uh, with, with Rona, but you're, like, you're still doing some stuff. What you got going on? So um, for the past seven years, I've basically been somebody that people hire to make gaming events happen in public with a focus on LGBTQIA inclusion and safe spaces where people can just come and have a good time. Uh, gaming, DJs, vendors, whatever. All over Atlanta. I've been doing it for a while. Um, I've also been streaming with my partners for a couple years, and since March, we're at 146 nights in a row with very few breaks. Um, so we decided to turn that up quite a bit since uh, nobody should be going outside. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I've also been doing a lot of like gaming bundle del deliveries lately. I have a big collection of stuff, and there's people all over Atlanta that have a ton of time on their hands. And so I've been compiling bundles of um basically like a mobile game store so people can hit me up and say hey do you have a ps4 with all the cords in these games and i'm like sure i'll compile it 
to you for this deal that's better than what you could get online, and I deliver. Oh wow! So there you go. Wow, okay, nice. that's cool. That's lit. Yeah, so thank that. you. So yeah, so so business like that's gonna be something that's uh, that we're gonna be talking about later on in the episode because becoming a being a business owner in 2020, it's it's different. <laughs> yeah, that was. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Something about just being a business owner in 2020, like that just, it just hits different. So it's very challenging, sure. very challenging. We're going to talk about that later in the show, but before we jump into that, we gotta, we gotta real quick, uh, talk about a real one who passed, um, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, if you don't know the black Panther, uh, has passed. Um, he's in, it's, there's a lot that sort of goes into like this, just talking about this, uh, talking about this man. He uh, was diagnosed uh, stage three cancer, uh, colon cancer, colon cancer, colon cancer. Uh, about four years ago, and since then, like kept it to himself. You know, it was like him and like I guess a very small circle of people knew, um, but then, you know, just went on and was in a bunch of movies. You know, Gods of Egypt. Uh, Captain America: Civil War, uh, Marshall, Black Panther, both Avengers, you know, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, Twenty One Bridges, The Five Bloods, and he has one more movie coming out that's in post production right now, um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which will be out later this year. Um, he filmed all so that. Young too. Yes. Yes. So forty three, um, right? Yeah. yeah, that's young. That's fucking young. It really is. I'm just like I'm amazed at like how much he did while going through that because it went from stage three to stage four. four yeah. So and telling yeah. no one, telling no one, no was like the hardest part was um, maybe a month or two, about two months ago, when like everyone is like quarantined, everyone's like you know in the house, but then uh, we see like pictures of you know Chadwick out in public and he's like looking really, really frail, skinny, really skinny. Um, we have one half of people. Saying, oh, you know, he must be preparing for a new role. But then you have the internet Ugh. who, you know, just, you know, throwing his name through the mud, just saying this, that, and the third. It was to the point where he actually turned off comments on his Instagram profile. And deleted pictures. And this whole time he was dying. So, And, you know, I think that's, that's a very curious thing because it not only says how strong he was to kind of just push through and persevere, but it also says something about how um, our society is set up and how um, it is very, it's very much the common practice and the common like encouragement and push that you hear from everybody, like all of our authority, just everything that just, you know, just go, 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 never stop, never take care of yourself, never, never show your feelings, never show it, tell about, talk about what's happening to you, just keep going. And I don't know if that, I mean, who knows? We don't know now if that necessarily applies to him, but I just feel like 43 and working through cancer for four years, that's like, I mean, like, that's fucked, you know? Yeah. Um, I read, I, I knew people were going to start with this weird, like, grind culture bullshit surrounding his death. Um, and I, I saw something interesting from one of his family members online. I can't remember who it was, but it was, they said that he didn't get up and work every day despite cancer. He got up and lived every day despite cancer. He wasn't doing any work. He loved what he was doing. That was the thing that made him live as long as he did. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's sad to see that, like, people are kind of turning this into a way to justify, like, you know, 
cancer is not an excuse. Like, he was doing the thing that made him happy when he died. Wow, yeah. I was going to say, but also, can we take the moment to say fuck those people? Yeah. Like, I mean, cancer is a really hard thing to go through, and not everybody, not everybody handles it the same way, honestly. Like, there's some people who are amazingly optimistic about it, but then there's other people who, understandably, because I'd probably be this way, who are depressed over it and just like, oh God, like, like, imagine knowing, you know, you're probably going to die like (laughs) within a couple of years or months or whatever. Like, I'm not sure I would be able to. Continue yeah. doing what I'm doing and continue putting on some sort of face. That's and like people. People ask that question. Like it's like that hypothetical. If this was your last day, oh, yeah. if you have one one week left to live, what would you do with that? And he, Jade, just like you said, he lived life. I feel like that's a good. You know, that's a perfect example of it's what inspiring. You do. It's very inspiring. Well, so sort of see that and like go off of that. Um, I I, I want to say real quick that uh, I know for a lot of people. Uh, you know, you think of Chadwick Boseman, you're gonna think Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know, let's talk about yeah. this real quick. So, um, you know, unfortunately, I was supposed to have my Black Panther shirt on today. I forgot, but um, I think Black Panther, like just the movie, just the movement, like that was a time to be alive. To see that movie out in theaters, to see the culture get behind this film, um, seeing people dress up in African garb, seeing uh, people just talk, like seeing people who never talk about superhero movies talk about oh, this yes. movie. Seeing, seeing little uh, black boys and little black girls, uh, seeing these, you know, heroes in front of them saying, wow, like that looks like me. Like that's huge. Yeah. Very huge. Representation. They didn't yeah. just stop at black individuals. They made sure that there was, black LGBT representation in that movie. Like, even though they didn't have the representation as the characters, actors and actresses came from all backgrounds. They had made sure that they had production come from black pioneers in the industry. They made sure that directors were black. They made sure that everyone who was a part of this film that they knew would uplift the black community was actually uplifting all aspects of the black community, not just generating a profit for and that's, white pockets benefiting the black community. And that's with, you know, the, the movie itself. That mm-hmm. goes with the soundtrack. Like, yes. to this the day. Soundtrack. To this <laughs> day. Slaps. I'm still bumping to it. Um, I, um, and it's it's a lot. It's it's huge. I watched a video. It was like a segment from one of Jimmy Fallon's episodes, and he had um him and Chadwick Boseman were behind this oh, curtain, yeah. and... um these people will walk up and look mm. at a picture of him as Black Panther and just like talk to the picture and tell them how the movie made them feel. And then he'd come out at the end afterwards and surprise them. And some of the stuff people were saying, it was just like, like as, as a white person who has like seen he- superheroes, white superheroes, like my whole life, like come on, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, like they're all white. So like to see like how much it means to like people of color, it really like, it almost makes me like kind of take things for granted in a way, or it, it's, I, I feel like I was taking things for granted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, wow, like this is a big deal. And like my whole life, like it's just been normal to see representation for me. So it, it kind of makes me sad, but also makes me happy because he was able to give that mm-hmm. to people. Yeah. But that should have happened a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, finally got to see in Black Panther women who exuded more masculine features and didn't follow a contemporary beauty standard. Like, they had masculine jawlines and broad shoulders, were tall, and 
you know. Yeah, the, the, the it door they're all beautiful yeah. and like, like short yeah, hair. Yeah. Like, yes. you don't it was mess so with them. beautiful. It was it was nice to like, because even though like I'm obviously white presenting, there was no representation for me growing up. And now that like I'm finally seeing female superheroes have muscle tones and like be able to do the thing that they're supposed to do and like look like they're doing it. Um, you know, Black Panther provided a lot of that for me as well with the representation of women they had. So they There's a part in the beginning where um, the guy's like looking through the peephole and he's like, there's like some two Grace Jones looking chicks outside. Yes. And I thought that was great <laughs> yeah. that they mentioned Grace Jones um, because she, uh, you, you know, unfortunately, like there is, there is quite a list of black movie stars and black entertainers, but there's like it's just not as long by design as the whitelist and mm -hmm. you know um it's really cool to see a movie that absolutely celebrates like i i love their narrative of like no we need to all stick together and come through this mm -hmm. you know we cannot be fighting against each other and dividing the, you know each other and that's just it's just great they very very amazing job um i, I don't think he'll be forgotten anytime soon oh no so uh, I mean, right now, I mean, it's it. I I shouldn't have to say this, but internet, y'all, please relax. Like, I know the conversation of like what, how are they gonna carry forward like just the whole Black Panther franchise? Like, how is that gonna work? Y'all, let's let's celebrate his life right now. Right, that's, that's like the last thing. I'm yeah, like that'll <laughs> that'll get yeah. figured out. That yeah, doesn't that's, need to be handled gets, right yeah, that's gonna now. get figured out. Like, I understand being like excited, like you know, thinking about what like the future, but like right now, like, you know, let's let's celebrate his life. Let's, you know, take take everything that like just like we said before about just like how strong he was um going through all this and not saying anything. That's hard in itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think like for me, I feel like I I like it 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 would get to a point where like especially when people were like commenting, saying all this stuff for me personally, at some point, I'm like, hey, y'all, listen. This is what's going on. Yeah. Now look at you. Mud Stupid. in your face. Yeah. But he didn't do that. <laughs> exactly. He didn't do that. So uh, just, it, I don't know. It, you know, rest in power. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman. Uh, we wanted to, you know, take the time to sort of talk about this. Uh, it's, it, it's a lot. Because I could talk about just, like, the impact of what this movie did. You know what's insane? Okay, there's very few movies where I actually remember, like, like I remember going to theaters, but that feeling, mm -hmm. I don't really, like, remember every movie. It's just like, okay, I went to go watch it. But watching Black Panther opening weekend, and then, like... It was the, like an event. Yes, like, people were, like, like, it, obviously that movie was full. And then, like, it was, nobody was being, like annoying you know how you always have those like annoying moviegoers that are like talking the whole time and chewing on their loud popcorn there was none of that everybody was like into the movie like i literally got goosebumps like for like certain parts it was insane like you could see like like well the people around me not everybody obviously you can see like the joy in their faces like watching this movie and like all the bright colors and like just all the acting and it was just insane like it was a, a surreal feeling and then walking out of that and then every hearing everybody like talk about it and like wow that was this and that and it's just yeah it stuck with me from then and now even more now i'm definitely gonna take that memory and kind of like hold on to it as much as i can because that was insane you know, the last time i feel like i've seen a community like come together and like i don't know there was like there was like a overwhelming sense of like unity mm -hmm. don't be mad at me about this i know someone in comments was like oh wow this guy is such a nerd listen listen <laughs> 
Do y'all remember? I mean, this, do y'all remember the summer? It's okay. The summer. Ah, oh, was this 2015? I don't know what you're talking Anyways, about. Anyways, <laughs> the summer Pokemon Go dropped. Oh, yes. yes. Everybody that, was like. Listen. Yes. Listen. Everybody played that Everybody shit. was in that. Yeah. Yes. You know, your mama, your cousin, <laughs> your uncle. Like, everybody downloaded that game. Everyone was playing. Everyone yeah, was like, everywhere you everywhere like you are go. you playing? Are you playing? Yes. What? To, uh, whatever. You let's start talking about it. Just start talking to random strangers. I yeah. played at the beach. That shit was so fun. So, the you know, that, that sense of, like, the community coming together like yeah. that's that's what black panther yeah was for us it was 100%. like yeah just seeing just just the the happiness just seeing like people like everyone liked together. that movie viola yeah. Dela, uh, davis said something very um interesting that i i think is interesting she said that the feeling of profound nostalgia from that movie and the feeling of like just excitement surrounding it shows how starved and how thirsty our country is for black excellence and for right opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, how much beauty can come from retracting that excellence, you know, and yeah. like allowing it the room to grow and like actually reach the potential in which it's supposed to reach. So hopefully we'll get more from that. You know, what that is, this wasn't, this was all right. So this was a, a quote unquote black movie because, you know, full of black class uh, cast the uh, directors, everyone else work on it, black, but it wasn't a black movie, if that makes sense. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, no, like no, about that's what I black meant. people. Yeah. That's and what yeah. I meant by everyone enjoyed it because literally it everyone stereoty- exactly. enjoyed it. Was, it. It, was, it wasn't stereotypical. It wasn't just a good ass movie. It wasn't you know like not to throw shade at Tyler Perry, Ugh. but it wasn't a Tyler Perry. <laughs> it wasn't movie. One of How did I know you were gonna say that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't. It was finally. It was a chance for Hollywood to not reinforce black stereotypes exactly. because yeah. the list of. Yeah. Black excellence in Hollywood comes from movies like The Help or movies like Boys in the Hood. Twelve Years a Slave, exactly. Like the Color Purple, something Medea. that never has to do with a black man being a superhero and it's saving. always like black struggle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. it's always like about yeah. reinforcing yeah. the. Coming from someone who has been a victim of a lot of circumstance, I hate when people classify me as a victim, and Hollywood loves to victimize. The black community instead of uplift the black community and show the strength behind and the black community. That was the difference. That was the difference yeah. with this movie and that we exactly the whole time you, you just saw nothing but black excellence. Yes. Yeah, you saw nothing <laughs> Which but refreshing black Definitely. people not being tied to the history of their suppression, but being mm-hmm. tied to the future of their excellence. And that's what was so beautiful about that film. It, like, even the villain, like Michael B. Jordan, like we were rooting for him like at some mm, points. I we're, love Like him. in the museum when he was like, oh, that's not yours anyways or whatever. I don't remember. The right, right. Line, but you guys know what I'm talking about. I thought he was going to like turn out all right. Yeah. Like, no, he was uh, just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just in but love with Michael I was like, there, there was another point where I was like, oh, all right, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, you're like, at some point, he's going to turn around. I, <laughs> yes. I feel it. I Especially feel towards it. Right, the right. end. I wanted him to so bad. <sighs> but no. And then, it, and, yeah. then, and, then, um, and then Black Panther doesn't kill him. It's like, yeah. good for you, man. Good for you. Good you for know? you, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Like, he, I mean, it just, it was just like, it was just like, yeah, this is a big turning point not only for black films but for just just for plain just for superhero films. Like I yes. I don't know. It was it was so much more important than like a lot of the other Marvel films. Yeah, and yes. the detail orientation with that movie like watch the director's commentary. The like costumes. it will open up your mind on like just the way they 
the thought process that goes behind making movies, like just uh, like you said, like just like with costumes, like the yes. color design, like everything that they put in this movie had a reason. They had, everything was symbolic for something. Right. Yeah. They had such a like when you look at movies like, um, OK, Batman or Superman or something like that, like the details in the movie is very like done before, but polished. And they they have to do so much minimal work to make that like film succeed and they put so much detail into the makeup mm-hmm. the clothing the costumes the cgi the effects like Camel even the setting even unreal. down to every flower petal the last water drop that was on it it was like beautifully yeah. executed a it, lot of it was filmed uh west of atlanta mm-hmm. yeah um St- in the same the area where they do uh alchemy and I think that's really cool. Like Atlanta's yeah. just, you know, we have a lot to offer the world yeah. apparently. <laughs> like, yeah. you know how you're talking about like movies and like all that's put into it? Mm-hmm. You know the language they spoke? Like, so he, I don't know if you guys read this or not, but I didn't know this until like he passed and people were talking about it. But that language that he, that, um, I want to say it was his dad in the movie or something like that. But one of them actually speaks that language and it's a language from a country in Africa. I'm not sure which one, so I'm not even going to try to guess. But and then Chadwick went and learned like his parts, like and what it actually means and stuff like that, like a whole new language for this part. You're talking about cool. like just like you're talking about like them speaking in, in Wakandan. No, that's a real language. Well, so yeah, so they took a real language and sort of yeah. remixed it. Yeah. So, the, but yeah. that's what I'm saying though. It came from a real. La- it's a real language. It, it's yeah. not remixed though. No, I like. Is it though? Because I, I, mm. I, I think I looked up and like I saw that it was like a like a. Reformed, yeah, where they took inspirations from a real language. Yeah, that's what they do a lot, though, with like anything that comes from like some, like basically. Yeah. I don't know if y'all like Green Lantern. I'm a pretty major nerd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Green Lantern you. was my favorite. Like from the Justice League, he was my favorite. Yeah, it was great until Ryan Reynolds <laughs> played Green Lantern. I mean, yeah, Ryan that Reynolds, was always so strange. Green to Lantern me. was a shit show but i liked it because it was green lantern i'm anyway. i was used to the justice league green lantern who was who was black like yeah. that's who i was used to right well it changes every you know every time that one of them dies and it's yeah whoever has timeline. the ring mm-hmm. anyway not that's the right point. <laughs> i i was like i look i like read something about how all of their languages for like the alien languages and stuff like that from the different planets and from like their different cultures they had basically found inspiration from like other languages, like mm-hmm. dead languages or languages that belong, to, and they credited it, but you know they wanted to make sure that whatever they were so- saying did not sound like it was just gibberish. That exactly. way, there was some uniformity for the language, so that way it would be interpretive for other countries where they sent the film to. Yeah. So, um, to sort of you know wrap this up, you know, um, I don't know, like it sort of look at this, you know, the situation, and you know, if you if you have loved ones, you know. I'm going to say that sappy thing where, like, you know, hug your loved ones. Um, if you – and also, I think not my biggest takeaway out of all of this <laughs> is that everyone has a story. Everyone's going through something. Sometimes it's not 100% visible at the time. Right. But everyone is going through something. Everyone has their story. So, you know, these hurtful things that were said on the Internet a couple months ago, like, I'm pretty sure the people that – we're making these comments. They feel like assholes. They feel like trash right now. As you should. So yeah. Uh, yeah, just just take that as like a lesson, y'all. Like, be nicer. Mind your business. 
Like honestly, yeah. stop assuming. Empathy. Empathy is is key. Like if someone has an attitude with you, even why? If, if someone is is quote unquote mean or you know being a bitch, why? What's going on? Show more. Show more empathy. Show more and show compassion. compassion. And I feel like the the world would become a better place. <laughs> even if the things that they were saying was true about him, even if he was on drugs, or even if he was, you know, whatever, why? <laughs> Why would you blast him online like that? If someone's struggling with the drug addiction, like, which obviously he wasn't, we know that now, but, like, why would you s- comment on his photos to out of go out of your way to, like, make them aware of something they're people already aware of? Yeah, people people are trash. Yeah. I think that's, that's, the, that's the, the... We knew that, though. Yeah, Missouri <laughs> loves company, and y'all seem exactly. to be lonely as fuck these days. All right, so, y'all, we're going to go ahead and jump into our next segment. Uh, icebreaker. Let's go ahead and loosen up a little bit. Let's get, you know, loose as a goose. Yeah, let's move around because I'm I'm a little sad. I'm sad, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's lighten up the mood. I know it's the best way to lighten up the mood. You know, uh, it's funny. I was gonna say, you know, some jobs they they take this as like a reward sometimes. And I, I get mad when they do because it's always it's always it trash. feels like school. Yeah, it's like school. But um, <laughs> you know, oh, you did really good. Let's have a pizza party. Ah. Uh. So what we're gonna talk about in our icebreaker, we're gonna talk about the best pizza. So we've decided that we're gonna go off of brands because that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise it's gonna devolve into pineapple or not. Exactly. <laughs> that's literally what it's gonna come down to. Hold on, but before we get into that, pineapple, yes or no? Yes. 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 Fuck no. Oh god damn it. We were doing I so say, good. I say yes. So Jade, you're the only weird one. That's what I'm saying. We were doing so good Jane, while everybody was saying yes. That's you. That's what if you, you don't like, like pineapple on pizza, you have childish taste but taste buds. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. So your mom has childish taste buds. So oh. similar <laughs> So similar to how we did our fries, like we're gonna rank this into top five. Yep. So Little Caesars does not go on the list. Don't y'all even mention it. I can't wait to yell at y'all. Nasty. Mm. Y'all better not even mention. I, I like Little Caesar. Right. No, it's hot and it's, it's ready. better than Papa John's. <gasps> it's hot and it's ready. Right, so, no, Little so, Caesars is bottom tier pizza, so, y'all. So You're Herb, mom. I'm gonna have you start us off. Where? Give Give us your top two. Is top two, like pizza chains. Yeah, pizza chains. Um. Okay. All right. Well, like if it depends, right? If I'm at home and I have like full choice, and you know. I don't know. Like, like it's not about pleasing anybody else. And I'm just gonna order myself a pizza. Probably Domino's. Same. Um, but if I'm, but if I'm out, yes. or if I'm going to a party, or if someone's like, let's get pizza, you know, and there's like I'm at a house party or you know whatever. Like, and I, and I say this as if this is actually happening. I, I mean, you know, pre-March. <laughs> um, uh, Little Caesars all the way because it's yes. so fucking oh. cheap yes. and it's just like already ready. And I'm just like boom, boom, boom. I don't have to wait. I just go in there. I get it. It's it, done. That is- eating it. That is the only pizza that you like is not good leftover. That's like the it's little awful. Caesar what? starts to taste like the box it came in after five minutes. It oh feels yeah, no, you like, have to like yeah, eat yeah, it. You have to eat yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not That's what I'm saying. But yeah. other pizzas you can at least eat the next more like it's day like, and microwave oh, them and they're fine. Like like Pizza Hut is good leftover. Little no, Caesars like once it cools Caesars, off, it's cardboard. So with Little Caesars, you're looking at. Yeah, the the convenience is outweighing. It's just cheap. Yeah, yeah. it's cheap outweighing the quality. the quality. That's like the saying convenience is so high. Mm-hmm. Convenience is up there. 
That's like saying that the McDonald's McChicken is better than a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich because it's convenient in a dollar. No. It's it's true, but you're going to eat both either way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll eat them both, but I'm not going to sit here and say that a McChicken is better than a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. No, no, and that's why I'm glad you asked for two. I also have a third Aldi <laughs> pizza because that shit's like $4 and it's huge. Is it Aldi? Yeah, when you go to Aldi, they have those big <laughs> Oh, pizzas, yeah, I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's like four bucks for like literally like an 18-inch pizza like you know, yeah, it's great. You can't beat that. It was funny. We got one time we got a, a hamburger flavored pizza, like not flavored, but like it had hamburger stuff on it from Aldi. <laughs> that was gross though. But their other pizza that we got, I think it was like cheese or something like that, was so good. All right, so Velvet. Yeah. Oh, me. Top, top two. Okay. Um, do three. I'll go with Domino's. Okay, so sexual for Domino's. And I don't know. I guess. It's hard because other than Little Caesars, I really don't go out to chains like that. And I go to this little like mom and pop like. What is that though? Right yeah, tell us. It's called B&B's. Their cheese is, is so good. And their crust is so good. B&B's is lit. However, I hate Papa John's. That shit is nasty. Yeah, Papa John's is the worst. I the, hate their sauce. The only thing Ugh. they got going for them is that garlic sauce that they give you with the, the pizza. Oh, yeah, that's good. But I, that's the only way I'll eat the pizzas is if I dip it in the garlic sauce. But... Like we said with the fries, it doesn't count if you need a, a sauce with it. Touche. Also, Papa John's owner is racist, so fuck Oh, that shit, dude. yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. No fuck wonder him. I haven't well, gone the there. Story, no. The storyline no behind the Papa John's guy. Like, <laughs> have y'all followed up with that? No. Not recently. Not when I say this man has, has like, he's going through, like, character development. <laughs> <laughs> when, character development. No, seriously. Like, after the whole, like, you know, him, <laughs> saying, him saying the N-word, him getting, like, kicked off the board. Tell me why, like, a couple months later after that, in another, like, interview, oh, he's God. like, yeah, so ever since then, I've been eating, uh, I've had, like, 40 pizzas, like, and this is- Oh, I think I remember that, where like, he was talking about he ate nothing but pizza nothing for, but like- pizza for, like- A minute. A minute. So That's like, disgusting. So, so, essentially, it was like, no, like, but the timeline, though, the timeline of, like, the amount of pizza that he said he ate- in the time that he ate it, yeah, he was also he's having here. he's having more than one thing of pizza a day. Ew, it was disgusting. But at the same time, during the interview, like he's like sweaty, sweaty, and super he's got, like, he probably smelled like he's, pepperoni. Yeah, he's got like the meat uh, sweat. He, he's <laughs> visibly like I, we we were visibly seeing Papa John's turn into a Batman villain. <laughs> like, the penguin, yes. Jesus he's, Christ, he's turning into a comic book villain. Oh, oh my God. I, uh, he turned into a real pizza work. <laughs> <laughs> um, my turn. Your turn. Go ahead. So, <laughs> since I have to choose chains, because technically my favorite pizza is this curry chicken pizza from somewhere called Slices and Griffin. If you guys haven't Peach. tried it, it's oh, my so good, y'all. Yes, Lord, it's curry me. chicken pizza. Anyway, curry chicken. oh my god, dude! So it has oh, um, good. it has cucumbers, <laughs> tomatoes, uh, chicken with like curry powder on it, and then like some kind of like sauce on top. Yes, oh god. Quakes. Anyway, um, so <laughs> for chains, lines. my top two would be Pizza Hut and Domino's. Those are my top two. Mm. Yeah. Marcos, Marcos is a close third. I love yes. Marcos Pizza. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna Marco's Pizza's fire. Okay, so we might actually agree on something because yeah. my number one was Marco's. <gasps> Hello. Because Marco's, y'all. Maybe I just had a bad experience because I've literally zones. only gone once. The one it was here? Nasty. Yeah. Their oh. calzones, they I quick my their oats. So they are good. so good. That's what um, my grandparents always get. Get um, Every time I like go to their house, they always got Marco's. Um, my The second runner up for me, most definitely, would be um, Pizza Hut. Mm hmm. 
and then Domino's. But that's only because Domino's, like, there's just... I Domino's has the flavored crust. Their it? crust, yeah, it's, it's so like garlic. Yes. Yeah, the crust is so good, but at the, thing, at the same time, there's been times where I've gotten crust like that's that long, like into the center of the pizza, and that's stressful. The only reason that I pick <laughs> Pizza Hut over um, Domino's is stuffed crust. That's, yo, stay out of my mind. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, stuffed crust is good. So, so my top three, um, mine. So one of my votes is going to Marco's because Marco's pizza most consistent. Yes. Am I the I'll only one who had like a bad experience? Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, you're the yeah. Burger King. It's not my fault. Don't call me crazy. Oh, no, she finally feels better because we like agree yeah, on. Yeah, you're her the Burger King of this. Don't call me crazy though. It's not it. my fault that so, their no, pizza was bad fault. that one time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not our fault. Your taste buds are bad. Oh no, it was a bad pizza. It was probably just this change. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. We'll get, you, we'll get you some more Marcos. Blame me. We got you. We, okay. We're, we're going to make up for yeah. it. I know got where you've you. been. It's so nice I, I also, also, Pizza Hut, the, 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 the stuffed OG. crust Yo. is so good. If, if it, I think because of Pizza Hut, I actually eat my pizzas backwards now. So I'll start off with the crust and then go into <laughs> uh, the actual pizza. I'll, I'll all them I bitches saved, up and dip it in ranch. I saved yeah. the crust for last. I can't. The best part. I, so a part of me is like, oh, there's too much bread. But then at the same time, I don't know. It's so good. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm with you on that whole like folding it and dipping it train. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Y'all ever had the um, the pizza hut, the pizza with the uh, little bites that you pull off? Yes. Of the oh, yeah. I remember those. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so okay. Pizza wait hut. a minute. Chef's, mm -hmm. chef's kiss. Chris, I retract <laughs> Domino's completely. I'm sorry. <laughs> the number one pizza right now for me is Mod Pizza. I forgot all about it. What is Mod? What's Mod Pizza? Oh, my God. So Mod is $8, unlimited toppings, and it's like Subway. Like, you, you walk in or you order online, and they, they can put whatever they want in it, and it's unlimited toppings. And is that like a, like a your pie type of thing? Or like Pie um, 5? Or pie whatever? 5, that's the one I'm thinking about. I mean, <laughs> I guess. The, your pie, it, too. It's really good. Oh. Your pie's and They have a bunch that you can just, like, get already, but you can always make your own. Where is this right, at? So yeah. Uh, there's one on Roswell Road, yep. and there's like I think like three in Atlanta altogether. Oh, we have to try that. Sounds Heard. good. Like Mod Mod Pizza. It is so good, and you know they're one of those places where it's like you know you have points and you get free ones and stuff. They have Ooh. they sell beer there. Like when you when you pull up, there's beer. Oh, oh yeah. So so my last vote is sort of it's not a throwaway because I love this place. This is like my actual number one. It's just that y'all haven't. I'm pretty sure y'all haven't tried it, but it's amazing. When I say I've eaten pizza from this place. And for about like three months afterwards, could not eat pizza anywhere else because it tasted like trash. When I, <laughs> I say when I say Chef's Kiss, wow, so good, amazing. I'm talking about Antico's Pizza. Who? Okay, is this up north? Uh, I mean, no, it's in, it's in Atlanta. It's a is this up Atlanta. north? Because so what I've I love about this, this place. So what I love about this place is that you know all of their pizzas are like freshly made right then and there. Um, all of the ingredients flown straight from Italy. Like, they Damn. they keep making pizzas until they run out of ingredients. Okay. And then when you actually go in to eat, it's a, like, bring-your-own-beer experience. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's so cool. So it's, so, like, the way they have it, it's sort of like a um, like an indoor courtyard, if that makes sense. You have, like, your... Yeah, BYOB, that sounds tight. It has, <laughs> it has your tables. You can, you know, just, you know, sit down and chill, bring your drinks, and just, like, they'll bring the pizza out. And when I say these pizzas are huge, too, most expensive pizza I've ever bought. Like, hands down. But it's worth it. <laughs> Wait, like, how expensive? Like, how much for, like, you know, like a... For, for like, a... For, for, yeah, for, like, just a pie. I, I'm, I... 
I like the prices like are, are, are vague right now. Like because I haven't been in a minute. But I remember. It matter. That's I, how good it is. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember looking at the price and I was like, "You guys are wilding. Why am I gonna pay this much for a pizza?" But but then everyone was and like, then you had it and then you forgot." Yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, we'll go in. We'll go in." I was like, "All right, all right, bet. Let's do that." So it, it, I think it was maybe it, it was like twenty plus for just a pizza. Yeah, it's up there. But like I said, like the ingredients. Christine, like everything is Wait, like fresh. Is there only one top notch, top shelf. They, so, I think there's two. I think they built another one in the battery. Okay, but it's, it's so this so pizza good. place is in the Marriott that you were just talking about. Is that not what you just said? The Marriott? Marriott. I thought no. that's what you just said. No, I thought, he I think said the courtyard, but like literally a courtyard, not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what you said. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but it's up there. It's really good. I'm hearing um, shit. I, I, I wish y'all have like, I wish anyone here tried it out just so they could be like, yeah, he's right. This is actually really good. That's, that's how I feel I will. about Antico's. Antico's. So, oh, Antico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, A N T I C O. Antico's. Okay. Okay. Uh, really I'm good. Have to try that out. Like I said, like I try, I like legit a couple days after eating there had pizza with like other friends and I couldn't, like I took like two bites and I was like, y'all, I can't do this. I know that feeling. That's <laughs> how I am when I go to, when I go to Boston. Right. And then like, um, in my little city town thing where I'm part of where I'm from, that's like five minutes outside of Boston. They have this place called, um, house of uh, Broadway's house of pizza. Oh my God. That pizza is so fucking good. Like when I go there, that's the first thing I eat. Right. I want to I try New York pizza. You could go to I, I Love New days. York in on in McDonough. No, no, you can't. You want to know why? The closest I've had you is Sparrows. They're from New York. You need New York water, New York tap water in specific. That sounds like, awful. There's a, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> it just it adds seasoning and flavor. That why? sounds terrifying. What? That sounds like it why? might kill me. Why? Why is it adding? Anyways, Why you can go to I Love New York in Pizza in McDonald's. All, right, all right, so, all right, we have we we got to we got to do some hashing out. So let's let's I guess agree going bottom up. Um, mm-hmm. Little sure. Caesars, can we at least put that at a five? No, it should not even be on the list at all. Morgan, you're the only yeah. one who You're the only one who disagrees with Disgusting. us. Disgusting. You guys are gross. Okay, well we can it's grow to be number five. Hold on. What budget. other pizza places menu. are there? What other pizza places exactly. do we have? Listed? That's why. So, it's so I'm five. going off of like what, we ha- what had multiple votes. Let me see so, what else you got. All right, so places that had multiple votes, we have Pizza Hut, Marcos, Little Caesars, and Domino's. So we have four. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So well, no pizza mod? should be. I mean, <laughs> I know, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I gotta try it though, for real. Caesar should fine. It can be, be number, number five. five. Whatever. That's, That's fine. What we just yeah. said. Gross. <laughs> and we can put what? Um, so so number four. Can we put um? Y'all remember Stevie B's? Domino's. Yes. Or CC's. Like CC's. Or CC's? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, CC's is number four. Y'all That's might some... think I'm disgusting, but the mac and cheese pizza from there was oh, no. ridiculous. Yeah, was it was so good. And their Never barbecue had pizza. pizza. Oh my god. And for some reason, like I. How did we forget CC's? Because there's not one here anymore. It got shut yeah, down. Th- this is one of those like here RIP CC's. It's called Shane's Rib Shack now. <laughs> oh, and man. No, they're closed down too. Hell yeah, that place closed down. Thanks Fuck Shane's. fucking God. All right, y'all. All right, let's get back on it. So, so number three. So number oh. three. Wait, what was four? CC's. Little CC's. Oh, duh, duh, duh. Little CC's. <laughs> Little CC's. Little <laughs> CC's. All right. So, this, so is, between, this, yeah, this is where it's so going to get good. So Marco's, Marco's Domino's, and yeah, Marco's Domino's, and Pizza Hut. I would say Marco's uh, would be number three, yeah. 
No. 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 Marcos no. 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 Like no. Pizza Hut, Domino's, and then Marcos from three to one. You, I, Marcos I is number yeah, one. You know what? I agree with that. I would put Pizza Hut as number two. Marcos is number one. Yeah. Yes. I would have put Pizza Hut at number one. Really? I think so. Make a case. Pizza Hut is so greasy. They like, I offer, love it, but, but they so offer greasy. stuffed crust, mm, guys. Right. That is that you know is what? the That's kicker. Good. You know what? You <laughs> can true. build your own pizza, bro. Have you ever had like a stuffed crust pizza with like that garlic parmesan Yo, crust and like yeah. ch- extra cheese and like chicken? Y'all, y'all don't know what you're missing. <laughs> you know what? Actually, yeah, I think Pizza, pizza Hut's crust is is what is going for them at Wait, this point, pizza, honestly. So, so we're putting pizza. I would put Marcos Marcos? at number two. I would put Marco's number two, Pizza Hut number one, Domino's number three. What do you think, Velvet? Well, I can't say anything about Marco's because, like I said, I've had one bad experience there and I haven't been back okay. since. We'll put, so, yeah, all right, Herb, I can agree help, with you guys help me there. Out here. What are you, where are you leaning towards this? I still think Domino's is better than Pizza Hut. I, agree. I, I like Pizza Hut's stuffed crust. But, okay, okay, Pizza Hut is like the Taco Bell of pizza. They have all the cool, like, <laughs> versions of the food. <laughs> I'm sorry, But Domino's me? tastes better. Like, you yeah, like, okay, like, if you get one regular, no stuffed crust, just a regular, regular, schmegler pizza, the right, crust already has flavor better. on it. Like, it's a good pizza. Pizza You're talking about yeah. Domino's. Yeah. Yeah, it does have yeah. good yeah. flavor on it. Pizza yeah. number one. I mean, but... Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. <laughs> if we're going on the whole like, if we're going on the whole menu, probably pizza. But if we're going on just straight up pizza, which is what we're talking about, yeah. like just like I, a normal average I, pizza, I think Domino's is better. I think Pizza Hut's better leftover though, because yeah, that's also said, what I'm thinking of. He said pizza. Which pizza is the best? Not type of pizza, but As which whole, yeah, pizza? Just pizza in general. Yeah. So we were going off of brands, and if we're going off of brands, we're looking at menu, looking at we're looking at menu, we're looking at all everything. the whole chain, everything. Yeah, see, it worked. So it's Pizza Hut. You're wrong. I do love Domino's. <laughs> all right, so so we're looking at Pizza Hut. Wait, so where are we putting Domino's? Yeah, we're putting Marcos. Number three, oh, I don't, number two. I can't argue. I Marcos can't is make two. A, yeah, number two. So where's Domino's? Number three. Three? So 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 Marcos is above Domino's. Yes, because Marcos tastes. Okay, look. I don't know if I Marcos agree with that. Marcos tastes better than Domino's. Here, oh, Marcos wow. tastes better than Domino's. <laughs> Chris. We're, we're doing Pizza Hut number one <laughs> because Pizza Hut has all of the options and they taste great. Okay, and then Marcos would be afterwards because Marcos tastes the best, and then Domino's still has a lot of the things that Pizza Hut has, and they taste pretty good. So it's like you know they're three, and then Domino's. Four CCs. Domino's is a in a good place for three because of its consistency. Yeah. True, true. I'll agree with that. Yeah. It's the domino Mar- effect. Marco's just tastes better. <laughs> I feel like they, wow. I just, Thank I feel you. like just the ingredients and just like everything just overall just a higher quality. Right. Um, but Pizza Hut, I think with Pizza Hut being at number one, that's going to be for uh, the what's on the menu. And the taste. The taste, stuffed crust. Preparation time, like they stay on top of that shit too. Yeah, uh, the wings are okay. You're raising your eyebrows wings up, are not right. the one over here. They suck with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> shit wing- takes forever to come out. <laughs> the wings are decent, but their pasta's good. Well, if we're going if based off, if we're going based off of product though, Domino's has some fire ass sandwiches. Their Who sandwiches are so for good. Sandwich. Their exactly. sandwiches <laughs> are so good. Hold on, sometimes like you don't be. F- Wanting pizza, but then you see like. Well, they don't go to a pizza they go, place. Go to a pizza place. No, but there's <laughs> go to Firehouse Subs or some. No, bullshit. y'all don't understand. They're like kind of like Quiznos in a way. Like, well, they go to Quiznos. I miss, oh. I miss Quiznos. We don't have Quiznos in Griffin. Yeah, Does Quiznos exist. exist anymore? I don't know. Is Quiznos so like dead? So basically, we're all hungry. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like Sorta. 
All right, but I think this is I think this is a fair list. Uh, yeah. So let's just to finalize it, we have number five, Little Caesars for its consi- oh, well, consistency. No, convenience. for its convenience. We have CC's and Stevie B's just for the nostalgia of yeah. like a pizza buffet, okay. buffet yes. of eating whatever you want. Even, if, even if the pizza wasn't actually that great. Yeah, see, they had a yeah, little arcade. arcade. Yeah. No, half the machines didn't fucking work, though. We're going to go. Yeah, you're right. That was um, some bullshit. Domino's for its consistency. So that's number three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number two, Marco's for its quality. And then number one, Pizza Hut, for just all around convenience, <laughs> uh, menu, menu, Domino's, stuffed crust, Domino's. If y'all do stuffed crust, it's over with. I mean, I thought they please oh, just do wow. it. Wow, please just do it. I've I've never had stuffed crust pizza from Domino's. Me either. Never. My best friend works. Because crust is so good, it doesn't hut. need to be. Stuffed. Can you imagine though, with cheese in that crust, with the yeah. garlic on top? Come right. on, they probably can't put garlic on top the of the pizza hut, stuffed so. crust. <laughs> Please, Domino's, do me a solid. Domino way, Jose. Bye. <laughs> right. Goodbye. So with that, we're gonna jump into our unfortunate fact of the week. Oh, this Ms. is Morgan. Fun. What you got for us? This is so fun. So, um. Oh, this is fantastic. You guys are going to get a kick out of this. So um, the Keep America Great uh, web, oh, uh, like <laughs> website, uh, the IP address or whatever, like, expired. And whoever is in charge of that did not pay to renew it. So uh, Biden bought it. <laughs> yes, he did, y'all. Um, so if you go to keepamericagreat.com, I just had it pulled up. Now it's gone. But that was keepamericagreat.com. Um, it has been edited. It's no longer Trump's website now. It's, uh, got just a list of his failures and just, <laughs> it's, it's fabulous. You guys, please check it out. Please. Um, uh, speaking of that, did you fantastic. see the, uh, thing where if you search like white American doctor, have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. And it pulls up, um, <laughs> yeah, it pulls all, up, uh, all black, black doctors, families, all black doctors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, whoever did that, um, 10 out of 10. Uh, The internet is undefeated again. But just, like, the fact that whoever's in charge of that in Trump's, like, you know. And they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball hard. Well, that's did y'all not see wherever Zuckerberg was having to literally explain how the internet works? (laughs) Yes. To To Congress? Yeah. 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 That was so funny. If you keep expired people on your cabinet, (laughs) of course, they're not going to be able to make the shit you need made. They don't know how to work the goddamn internet. No. Well, and I think that's like a really like kind of uh, if there's <sighs> any upside awesome. to 2020, it's that. It's that <laughs> we're seeing that so many people don't know how to use their tech and that I think ultimately <laughs> will be the downfall of this administration. He has a hard time using a keyboard. Let alone, he probably googles Google like he's a fucking disaster. Kofifi. So uh, that was our unfortunate fact. Let's jump into the movie recommendation of the week. All right. This is from Netflix. Yeah, it's so hard finding movies on Netflix because all their movies suck. Hey, hey. All hey, of them? Movie Damn, for the win. Girl, fuck. I know several pretty decent movies off Netflix. Yeah, movies same. that, okay. But wasn't, like, wasn't the Five Bloods of Netflix mm-hmm. original? Yeah, maybe you should yep. start yeah. watching. Mm. See, look at you. Did you watch, uh, was it the Power? Was something Power? Project Fox? Power. Project Power. I haven't seen that yet. Movie. You didn't like that one? Must be good. Oh. Velvet. 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 Look, I just don't like. 
Okay, what's your suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you like. Bro. All right, tonight I'm going to suggest Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, what a great movie. One. Thank you. Yeah, what a See? fucking Someone name. Someone agrees with me. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's on Netflix, guys. <laughs> That's what's all you guys want. Um, it's good. It's uh, I definitely did not expect it to go the way it, it went. Um, I forgot where I was going with it. Oh my god. <laughs> um, to rate it, I'll give it a solid eight, only because it is a little slow at parts. But if you like stay with it and you watch the whole thing, you're kind of like, what the so fuck? So is it is it a movie that you recommend not looking up, just going straight into? What do you, what do you mean? Like, like background information type stuff? Yeah, like do you like no. yeah, do you no. want to look at trailers or No. I think you'll be fine <laughs> without it. <laughs> Unlike like hereditary and midsummer, then yeah, definitely look. Like that's those are the type of movies that you're kinda like just check them out. Like No, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So but like, no, not Midsommar, with this one. like go into that fresh. Like don't look up anything about that movie. Yeah, because honestly the trailer for that movie doesn't even like I think that's why it's better to doesn't look at it because it doesn't like you see that that trailer. It doesn't make it look like as bad as it really is, or not bad, but as like crazy. Yeah. But yeah, Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal. I feel like Renee Russo's in it also. Um, super huge plot twist at the end. Mm, but I mean, you kind of see it coming, that. but at the same time, you're kind of so like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? So why why give it a what what made it an eight out of ten? Because it's a little slow in some parts. Yeah, like. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you stick with it, like, you might get, like, a little, like, I guess, bored in the beginning. But the beginning is basically just, like, kind of showing how he, how his character develops into what it develops into. So, I feel like that is a, is a little boring for, like, the casual audience. But, like I said, if you stick with it and you get to the last, Jesus Christ, last, what, 30 minutes is insane. You're kind of just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? So, yeah. It's on Netflix, guys. Stuff. That's Nightcrawler <laughs> on Netflix. Jade. Oh. What you got for yeah, us with yeah, the uh, music recommendation of the week? Um, so I have found an artist that I really, really like. Her name is Isla. The song is Juice. It's spelled I-Y-L-A. You can find her on Spotify, YouTube, or on Apple Music. Isla is a 27-year-old R&B or soul singer from Los Angeles, California, with strong influences of female empowerment and overcoming heartbreak. She has an abstract challenge on conventional beauty that brings a lively and beautiful theme to emotional distress. Her appreciation of all things dark resonate with the alternative community who were drawn to the R&B sound. I rate her and her overall like music and themes um, an 8 out of 10, which is still very, very high, but that's because I'm judgy when it comes to music. I'm excited to see other things she comes out with. Um, so, y'all give it a listen. I I Amazing. like her a lot because, like, if I ever did music, that's, like, the type of music I would want to yeah, do. Yeah, she's very... I fuck with it. She, I like how she is in the R&B scene and still gives credit to the pioneers of the industry. She's not, like, a culture vulture just going there and, you know, redoing everything else that other R&B pioneers have done. She's kind of doing her own thing and recognizing the influences she has and, you know, also trying to still give a platform to smaller brands and smaller... Um, artists so she's amazing hmm. she's very artistic yeah so uh definitely check out her information in the description of the episode uh check her out and uh let us know what you think in the comments so new segment of course we have uh game master herb on we have <laughs> to ask have to 
game <laughs> recommendation of the week. Herb, what you got for us? All right, I got three. <laughs> <laughs> hey um, First of all, I've talked about this ad nauseum, but I'm going to talk about it again. If you have access to a PlayStation 4 and you have not played Dreams, you need to fix that. It's $20 <laughs> new. Dreams, if you're not aware, uh, is made by the same people who made Little Big Planet. Oh, and it is a it is a game maker essentially but the thing is everybody's already made thousands of games on it and you can either play those which is fascinating because a lot of them are um like like pixel perfect reinterpretations of existing games um or you can take assets from those games and make your own um i think years from now we're going to hear a lot of game developers say when I was a kid, I started in Dreams. It's that big of a deal. Um, wow. It's like, you know, the last thing to come out that was even approaching this would be Minecraft. And Minecraft is the best-selling game of all time. So just saying, check out Dreams. It's $20. It's no big deal. Um, <laughs> this one Thank is for you. Chris. Uh, if you like No Man's Sky and you were disappointed by No Man's Sky, and even though I know it's gotten better, if you want a game that's just like it, but indie and really cheap and really fun, uh, get a game called Morphite. Um, it's M-O-R-P-H-I-T-E. Uh, I got it for like literally $3. It is No Man's Sky, just starring a woman. And, you know, uh, it's different. It's got its own style, but it's the same kind of endless expandable universe with randomly generated planets where you collect stuff and defend yourself. Um, it's awesome. It's first person. It's the same kind of game. Like you, you would totally dig it if you liked No Man's Sky. Um, the third game is absolutely free on every platform and it is cross-play on every platform. And as a person who streams all the time, uh, these games are like gems because so few games actually are cross-play. Meaning that no matter what you have, you can still play with everybody. You don't have to worry about your friend that doesn't have a Switch or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, this game is called Fantasy Strike. And yeah. it's a fighting game and it's... Honestly, I'm a huge fighting game fan, and I've never played one like this before. I think it's something anybody could play and get into, but also someone who's been playing since Street Fighter 2 could also get into. Um, and it's absolutely free. You get all the characters for free. Uh, if you choose to buy stuff, it's extra bullshit, but you get all the characters and cross-play for free. I think it's awesome. I was gonna, so that's me. I was going to say, um, I'm surprised you didn't throw in... What was, uh, what was it that... Um... It's like that political game that we talked about last oh, time. Oh, well, I was going to, but I thought y'all were tired of hearing that. No, 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 no. Let the people know. What, what, game, what right. game am I talking so about? The, the most important game of 2020, in my opinion, is a game called Democratic Socialism Simulator. <laughs> um, if you've ever wondered what it's like to be a president, and uh, for that matter, if Bernie would have won, um, <laughs> pretty much, you know, um, I, basically, it's a free game. It's on iPhone. It's on Android. It's on Steam. I'm about to download this um, right it's now. On PC. It's called what? Democratic it's Socialism Simulator? Yeah. It's yep, really yep, good. yep. It's made by um, a very small team of people uh, headed by this guy, uh, Paolo Pedersini, who's like this revolutionary dude who likes to make games that say something as opposed to just for fun. But it is fun. Um, the whole game is super easy to play. All you do is swipe left or right making decisions. But every time oh, you play, like there's like hundreds of randomized <laughs> questions. Um, and you kind of have to decide like what's best as the president and who to give money to and who to support and who to turn down. And every time you play, it's different. Um, I think it's probably one of the only games I've ever played in my life that made me feel 
like afterwards that maybe I could go out and make a change. Um, most games, 99% of video games, as much as I love them, are a distraction, a escape, a, you know, that kind of thing, like getting away from it all, having fun, which is great. But I think we can also have fun and learn. Um, and I mean, the social commentary, it is really great. They have everybody in the game is represented as uh, animal people. So <laughs> the Black Panther is literally a Black Panther. Um, the the treasurer of the Oval Office is um, is a squirrel, of course. Um, and the lobbyists are sharks. And it's oh, just, oh, it's great. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's lots of really clever moments and lots of situations where you're like really thinking like, what is the right thing to do here? Because if I do this, this is going to change everything. And I think... One last oh, thing, yeah. I think if just imagine I, I pointed this out when we talked about it before on the Should I Play That podcast, but let me just point out The Last of Us 2 sold $245 million. That's a lot of money. Um, that's great because it's a good game, but just imagine if that as many people that bought that also got this game, not even buying it, just downloaded it for free and tried it out. Once you play it, ask yourself that question. And that's kind of some of the change that I really want to see in the gaming community, to be honest. I love that the start of their ad on this is tax the rich in big white, all caps, bold letters. Um, Hell yeah. This is all oh, yeah. I think. Oh, it's very, a very outspoken game. I've never played a game that, that really like says what the fuck they need to say this hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. Budget really nice. items, Space Force, brand new branch, still figuring out its purpose. <laughs> oh, oh. <shit>. oh. <laughs> so great, uh, great game recommendations. Check out all of them. We'll have links in the description. Once again, uh, Herb, thanks for the list. Um, so for this episode, we're going to go ahead and jump into the topic of entrepreneurship in 2020. And by that, I mean, it's a weird time. Let's be real. It's a weird time to either uh, have your own business to maybe like start a business and sort of like adjust, I guess, and like what you're doing. Or if like you're sort of like sitting there thinking that, you know, I'd love to have my own business, but I don't know what to do. I sort of want to use this panel of, you know, you know, we have Velvet. Shout out to you. Uh, you know, you have your salon. Uh, salons. Salons. Jade. <laughs> what are they called? My salons? Um, yeah. There's, I have a hair salon named Velvet's Hair Salon. Okay. <laughs> Original. And then I have a uh, nail salon that's um, it's called Be Beautiful Nail Salon and Spa. Cool. That's where I got my nails did um, when I had them on last episode. That's what that was from. They was looking fire. Now I want to shout out Jade. Jade, you have like a bunch of accolades. What you got? Um, I'm the first transgender female garage door business owner in the state of Georgia. Um, I am an interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painter. Um, I remodel. I can basically take a house apart and put it back together. And those all follow under different, you know, branches. So it's basically Royal Enterprises. Um, so that's that. That's awesome. Nice. And then Herb, what's uh, what, what we have going on right now? Uh, so, well, me and my husband have been running a Twitch channel for a few years, and since March, we've been doing it every night, and most Twitch channels are really just kind of centered around gaming, and of course, we do game, 
Uh, but actually, this past weekend, we just had an art auction and we raised over $1,600 for NAACP and the Trevor Project. Um, wow. We also have different artist guests on every single week. We also, um, it's a huge amount of variety. Um, our good friend DJ Deku comes on every Tuesday. Uh, we've got community games. We've got DDR dance parties. We have watch parties for drag shows and all the other stuff going on in Atlanta with Wussy Mag, with SFQP. Um, I, I, I very much believe in using a platform uh, to the fullest. And, you know, I mean, pretty much anything that you're into, whether it's cooking or making or playing, uh, you can do online right now and make money. I think it's uh, I think it's a good time to start adapting to that because this ain't over anytime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. And then I sort of want to, you know, use this uh, topic and just this opportunity to start talk, I guess, to do a self shout out. Uh, you know, I've been doing podcasts for a minute. I've been doing photography here and there for a while. Uh, video editing. I've been uh, doing like digital art, dabbling, yeah. a little dabble, digital art. But um, keep going. Yeah, I yeah, just uh, th- there's a lot that I felt like I can you know put behind a business, and then but also I want to do more. Like I want to uh, like have like mentorship stuff for the youth. I want to do um, things with the community. So I want to use my use the use my art, use my skills to sort of build this business and sort of give back to the community. Yeah. So uh, this is me talking about Muckluck Productions. So I've been talking about me being Mr. Muckluck <laughs> for the past 11 episodes. Um, you know, I've been saying stuff here and there about it on Should I Play That? But, like, you know, officially here, you know, I'm, you know, since I produce these shows, this is all of this is going to be under one umbrella in one house. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so I'm sort of jumping into the whole uh, entrepreneurship into 2020 so you know i'm gonna lean on you velvet i'm gonna lean on you jade and herb you know i'll be you know uh asking you questions and just you know yeah. i'll you know you use the resources that i have to so and that's and i feel like that's also something that you would want to do is surround yourself with people like-minded individuals like-minded oh, individuals, yeah. people that you could talk to confide in ask questions like uh the the i think the whole uh thought process of like oh you know i'm in this business you know for myself or i'm in this business to win like at the same time build a community like mm-hmm. be friends with people like i i've seen some uh i've worked in some stores where like they were like legit have feuds with other stores <laughs> that were in that same business i've seen like um people that, that like worked corporate for these companies get kicked out of said store because they worked for the, uh, the yep. um, competition. Community over competition. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not doing all that. I'm here to collab. I'm here to talk to people. I'm here for everyone to grow. That's my that's my mission right there. So, um, Herb, I guess can, let's start with you. Um, okay. What's it like right now, you know, with um, – you know, with COVID going on, I know that it's the landscape has shifted, but you're yeah, still me, doing let, stuff. Let me talk about the transition. So, yeah. um, so basically, for for seven years, I've been running public events, um, and really, in 2015, um, it became like uh, a bigger thing. I started doing a thing called Warps on Wednesdays uh, in 
Atlanta here at the Heretic, and um, I was still working at Starbucks and just kind of doing that on the side. And there came a point where it was just like, I want to do more than this. Uh, there's no reason I can't do this all the time. Um, and as a person who's 35, I remember a shred of what the arcade was, and I realized there just aren't any anymore. And they're definitely, any place for gaming is definitely not LGBTQ friendly. It's just not. They'll say yeah. it is, but it's all straight bros. So um, I decided to kind of take it upon myself to make that what I do. And about three years ago now, I want to say, it became a full-time gig. So anywhere from three to five events every single week uh, with very few breaks, because that's just how I roll. Um, I've done some big events. And wherever really people need an arcade without having to spend thousands on arcade cabinets. Um, and... So in March, of course, that came to a halt because I'm not going to do events. I've gotten some uh, misplaced offers. They're like, hey, come do this party. Come do this. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and wear your damn mask because I see you out there not wearing it. Um, and so, you know, switching to online, um, I, I, all I'm going to say is it was a good thing we had already been streaming because there is a learning curve. But um, I think... Right now, it's a little scary for people, especially if you don't have unemployment, if you don't have any sort of, you know, uh, side hustle. I have like three side hustles. I've always kind of like had my hands in multiple things because uh, I don't know. My mom used to say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I took that to heart. I think it's absolutely facts. Um, so I, it's been it's been rough in the sense of like, OK, I don't know necessarily when money is going to come again um, or how, but being an entrepreneur and a freelance person as it was that's just that's just how it is like you know so in that respect i was kind of already used to the what if all the time um but this I, you know they say they say necessity is the mother of invention and it's it's true you you get backed into a corner and it's like okay well am i going to like fret for months over what i can't do anymore or am i going to turn this around and turn it into something that works for me um I think more than probably any other time in history, we all have the tools. Uh, we all have, um, and, and in first world countries at the very least, mo the large majority of us have cell phones, have Wi-Fi, have internet access, have a computer at least. Um, and I think, I think right now is really kind of a very revealing time, uh, not only for our administration, but for our are you know our citizens, our, our fellow people of of who's with it with technology and who's not. And I'm not gonna like shame anybody who isn't. I'm not gonna blame anybody who isn't. But now's the time. Like now's the time. Um, if you've ever had that dream, if you've ever, you know, said I really don't want to go to this nine to five job anymore. I really don't want to work in service industry anymore. Whatever it is, um, now's the time. You know, um, it takes a little bit of a you know, it's a little bit of a learning curve. It takes a little bit of capital, but it's kind of like, you know, what else are we doing right now? Hopefully nothing if you're being safe. Um, I, I say I have to reiterate that because every time I'm scrolling through my Instagram stories, I'm like, oh, my God, stop. I will um, say a lot of the stuff that I was going to attempt to do, um, you have to be around, like, people, like, uh, getting certified to, like, teach Zumba and then opening up, like, a studio for that. I'd have to be around a bunch of people. So right now is not an ideal time for that. I'm True, but I have a solution like, massage for you. Therapy. Oh, go ahead. I'm not going to say it's foolproof, 
I'm going to say it's an option. Um, I did not know you had to get licensed for that, but let's say you wanted to teach an aerobics class in some fashion. Um, you could totally make that a YouTube or Twitch or whatever thing. Yeah. There's lots of systems set up for you to get paid and for you to build a community on it. I know it takes time, but like for real, all you literally need is your phone. That's it. Especially if you have an iPhone, because the iPhone camera is fire. Yes, it is. <laughs> so if you have a tripod and an iPhone, like you have more than somebody 20 years ago had entirely. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I look at it. Like I couldn't even imagine if this were to happen. If 2020 were to happen in 1990, we would be <laughs> fucked. Damn. We're not that fucked. We're just pretty fucked. We're not that fucked. <laughs> I think all you know had I mean? then was landlines and maybe dial-up internet if you're lucky. Maybe. maybe. Right, right. And none of us had our own platform then. And now yeah. every single person has our own. Yep. Well, I mean, I think ultimately the best part, well, not the best part, the hardest part of running a business in 2020 is about adaptability. Um, what I do, uh, <laughs> I have to be in people's houses, in people's homes. Or, like, right up in front. Like, I, there's no f way for me to virtually paint someone's <laughs> house or for virtually sure, sure. lay down floors. Um, but you are able to use this as an opportunity to say, hey, I offer, you know, CDC guidelines, like, that are followed in my business. So, like, um, I don't enter a room unless my customer is out of the room. I come in and I sanitize the room. I wear my gloves, wear my mask. And I maintain social distancing. We don't do cash transfers. We do um, Venmo, PayPal, stuff like that. Like, love it. We like for my makeup. Like, I just now started getting back into doing makeup again, and I'm wanting to relaunch myself as a brand, which will be in the works. But um, I've made sure, like, I let people know, hey, I'm gonna set all my stuff out on a table outside of your house, and I'm going to sanitize it in front of you. Wear my gloves, wear my mask, wash my hands beforehand. And they see me like following all of the guidelines and it provides an extra sense of security and you can profit off the fact that you're able to do these things. So like makeup cleaning stuff costs like maybe $30 total for all of it. And you're able to get twice as many bookings because you're the only person who is doing makeup and going to people's houses and doing quarantined makeup. So like there's, right. there's a lot of ways to adapt to what's going on right now. Um, but I think the most important thing with, running a business in 2020 is making sure that you are providing a platform and providing, you know, a stage for the communities that really need it right now that are not just yeah. facing a global pandemic, but facing issues like police brutality and facing issues like crime rises as a result of the rise of poverty. Um, you know, just shit like that. I would say velvet. How have you adjusted? I, we've sort of sort of been like along with the Oof. ride um, stuff. oh yeah so funny thing i've had my hair salon for about five years now five five years and then the nail salon we literally opened that maybe like two ish weeks before we had to close down for covid so that was kind of like a punch in the throat <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh great um obviously we closed and then okay Doing hair cannot be done at six feet. Um, we genuinely, we were allowed to open April 24th. That did not happen um, because we were worried about our health, obviously. And not only that, but um, the requirements and stuff that were needed, it was really hard to like find everything. At that point in time, we had to have um, hand sanitizer for everybody. Um, we had to have like capes for everybody. So with capes, 
um, we do reuse them, but we put like a, I don't know, like when you guys get the haircuts and stuff, it, know, it's a, the neck, the neck, yeah, a guard, like a liner. Yeah, it's like a paper. Oh my god, why can I? Not? It's right there, and I can't think of it. <laughs> um, so, anyways, you put that to protect, you know, it, so it doesn't touch you, right? But now we had to get one for every person, so that's another cost. Like I said, the hand sanitizer was impossible to find. Antibacterial soap was impossible to find. Um, what else? Oh, we had to, <laughs> we had to take everybody's temperature. Like, am I a nurse? Like, what is, <laughs> what is happening? We had to triage people before walking in. Um, it was <laughs> insane. Um, we weren't even open. We didn't open. So like I said, we were allowed to open April 24th. We didn't open till Mar uh, May 7th. And even then we were still very, very hesitant because obviously our health is, you know, yeah. important as as our customers are too but at the same time we're kind of like well, what are we going to do we can't like we can't cut hair six feet apart we can't you know do color you can't do microblading can't do any of that six feet apart so it's like exactly uh, we had no choice but to adjust um it's been stressful but i mean at the same time i'm glad we're open um we are taking every precaution that we can everybody's wearing masks etc cetera, etc cetera. um and yeah i mean we're making it work I think that's the constant theme I'm seeing. Making it work. Making it work, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adjusting. Um, adjusting, you know, calling an audible. Like, you, you have to. You got to, you know, uh, make these quick decisions. Or, I mean, yes. sometimes not even quick. Sometimes you have to, like, make hard decisions. Oh, yeah. On whether or not to, like you said, like, open to uh, allow people into the store. Um, and then, Jade, like what you're saying, just uh, – making sure that you're up to uh, guidelines yeah. and being the person that was like, this is what we do. This is right. how we're doing everything. Well, if you execute things in a way that is like executed well, um, people are not going to like, at a time where people's lives are on like a constant threat right now, like with COVID, they are not going to pay for, they're not going to not pay for something that is going to guarantee their safety. So like, if you follow all of the guidelines, you can charge a little more than normal and get away with it because a lot of other businesses are not conforming and following the guidelines because they're like, oh, it's not a big deal. So, like, yep. you know, if you are able to do that and you advertise it that way, you can – I've noticed an increase, actually, since COVID has happened in my business. I've noticed that I've made more money now than I was making a year ago because people want – to hire a person who says, hey, not only will we risk our lives to come paint your house or to come paint your business or to come lay down new flooring or cabinets or whatever the fuck we're doing, we will also follow guidelines to keep you and ourselves safe. And we will ensure that everyone's, you know, health is kept at its highest, you know. So we, we've gotten a lot more business but the problem is that we've also lost so many employees yeah. that it's hard to keep up with the influx of plus everybody getting all of their stimulus checks and everything else like they're all wanting us to come do a whole bunch of shit but we don't have any employees because everybody's on unemployment right now and if they start working with me again they lose their unemployment and they're able to do freelance work and I mean, while I'm not going to get mad at them for benefiting off of a system, it's really hard to maintain a business like mine. And I've been blessed enough to have a trade to where this has not been an issue. 
you know what's funny about how like you're talking about like um that you can like profit off uh you know being safer and whatnot and yeah. all that so actually <laughs> um with us it's like the exact opposite not that okay so we're obviously you know doing everything that needs to be done, wearing masks, like I said, we do everything above and beyond. Right. However, a lot of our customers seem to be upset with that. And it's just like, <sighs> why? Like, uh, I'm just upset yeah. with the fact that you require that they wear masks when yeah. you do their services. Exactly. Um, that's ridiculous. Those are not yeah. customers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they are, but they're not. <laughs> no, like, literally, literally this past weekend, we had somebody who, um, uh, he's an avid speaker of it not being real and whatnot. And um, so... He came in the other day and he was like, I've never had to wear a mask before and blah, blah, blah. And anywhere I go, I don't have to wear a mask. And then I was like, well, you're here. So you got to wear a mask. We have two signs outside that say mask required to be service. And then so <laughs> so the area where we actually do the work is different from the area where we like pay, where they people pay and, or whatnot. So when he left the area where, you know, the haircut got done, he walked out to the front to pay me i wasn't doing anything i was at the front you know about to take his payment he pushed he pulled his mask down and i was like can you please pull it up until you leave and then he was like so like you could tell he was mad but he didn't say anything i'm just like <sighs> and it's just like it's annoying it's like we're doing this for your safety for our safety for everybody else's safety who comes in and out of here like why are you so upset about this it's annoying has anyone else noticed the <laughs> trend about people who do get angry because i've had people like my mom is COPD. Mm. I've told people, um, I'm not going to come into your house unless I'm allowed to Lysol every fucking thing. You do not come into the room that I'm in. You do not come really close to me. We do not do cash transactions. Um, and I've had people get upset. But at the end of the day, like, my mom has COPD. There's no amount of money that I'm going to kill my mom for. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. But I've noticed that a trend with mm -hmm. the people who are getting angry. Mm -hmm. I have, like, paid attention over the course of since March. These people getting pissed are usually um, white middle-aged men. Um, yep. And it's also, if, you don't, if you're angry about a mask, that just means that you don't care for the safety of others and not just that, the emotional security of others. But, like, why are y'all being such sissies about wearing masks? Exactly. I, like, is that really I wait bothering? tables. I it's, it's being, I think it's the, to the point of them being, they felt like they're being challenged. I wait yeah. tables yeah. in a restaurant with no AC where I have to wear a mask. So yeah. it's, like, 80 degrees in this fucking restaurant, and I'm running around like a chicken with its head cut off with a mask on. So if I can do that, you can walk into a store for 15 minutes for, with a fucking mask for on. For people it's saying not that it's hard. I have a hard time breathing. No. Well, oxygen counts are not lowered. Otherwise, doctors it's a mind would not thing. be you know what's wearing. crazy? It's easier I, to breathe with no, a mask so, on. You're not breathing in dust. So after, like, all of this research yeah, comes, came dongs. out about um, wearing, like, the cloth mask, how, like, it helps, but it doesn't really help. Mm -hmm. So since then, I've been, like, double masking. I've been using the surgical mask, and then over it, I have my, my cloth mask. Mm -hmm. Because, honestly, at this point, the cloth mask are, like, it's like a fashion statement. Right. I yeah. have so many masks now. Like, it goes with, like, whatever outfit <laughs> I'm going with. Like hats that now, day. yeah. It's a, hat, it's a hat at this point. So, yeah. So, so, I'm double masking it up. And it's, like, it. It you get even more hot uh, wearing it that way. But, like, I feel safer. Mm. I feel more secure. I also feel like my... Mask doesn't like flop all over the place, like just wearing yeah. one mask. To piggyback off what Jade said, though, like as someone who works retail and has to enforce masks in a store, everybody that I have to tell to put on a mask is white. Like you said. Yeah, it's a middle-aged yeah. white man. Oh, just white people in general, bro. Like well, everybody. Well, for me, it's like, to me, like, 
So it's usually but the, the men act like the biggest. Well, it's usually about the it. women who I've had issues with. Yeah, y'all usually the me too. Pick pick me, bitches. But like, um, it's it's just it's stressful because it's like, it's it's just a reinstatement of the fact that. They don't There's like being told what so to do. It's not even that. It's that they feel a suppression from a safety, a safety guideline. and Yeah, they're, they're super out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so, Morgan, you had some – like, I want to sort of highlight at least, like, one or two of your questions. I think you had some questions. At I least mean, you guys kind of covered what the questions were. Oh, yeah. Um, Say it. Well, minus, like <laughs> – well, like, you guys already talked about, like, your setbacks this year and stuff like that. But um, I guess one of my questions – which would have been better to ask at the beginning, but it's fine. Um, like what, I guess, like what was the inspiration behind you? Like saying, okay, I'm going to start this like business. Like what made you like take that plunge? I guess. Who's going first? I heard we want to, uh, sure. Um, so, I mean, you know, uh, just us already, already kind of being in the, in the mode of streaming, I, you know, I think there was a moment there. I, how do I, there's so many factors to this. For the past 10 years, I've been like crazy frugal. Um, and part of that was because 10 years ago, I had like zero money and zero opportunity, at least I thought. And so I decided to just start cutting out all the bullshit. Um, and so right when this happened in March, I was like, okay, all right, I can last, you know, four or five months and I'm good. But I knew that eventually something was going to have to happen. And if I've learned, anything in being freelance at all it's that you have to plant seeds whatever you're doing right now is probably not what you're doing right now you're what you're doing right now is laying groundwork for what you're going to do in a couple years um and so with that in mind i think um i think already you know doing doing the streaming thing was good and you know i just know that via gaming and via community i have found a sort of I guess a calling, um, not only something that I can live off of, but something that really brings me a lot of happiness and has brought a ton of people together. I've gotten such amazing messages from people from various events, um, and I, you know, a lot of people are like missing all that right now. And I'm just like, I know, but stay safe. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, yeah, I think I think it was kind of kind of an easy transition for me in 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 a sense, but. Um, you know, to answer that question simply, you know, I, I just haven't given up on this dream yet. That that one, I can work for myself, and two, that I can apparently single handedly because I don't uh, often find someone in this line of work. But um, you know, it's possible to to bring uh, arcades into the future, where I think, um, in many ways, most people consider that to be dead. But it's really not. It's just smaller and more you know underground than it was i guess so yeah i i i guess i could piggyback off of that um i know for me um it was just looking at so like what herb was saying with just like the opportunity um granted this is a weird time um so when it comes down to having to like interact with clients um, it's gonna have to be something where like I I'll have to be masked up, I'll have to sanitize everything, which I already sort of do. Like with this podcast, um, you know, all the mics get uh, sanitized, wiped down before and after the shows, um, and just like you know, we before we like when we have guests come in, we'll have them like 
uh, like, take, the, the temperature. take the temperature <laughs> and everything like that. So, like, I think doing staying with those standards, like, that's something that has to be a must. But, like, at the same – I think the biggest thing for me was uh, doing something that I love doing. And especially yeah. doing something that I've been doing for free for so long mm-hmm. and just just doing it because I loved it. Um, you know, it's it's to the point now where, like, I see, you know, like, the ninjas of the world – that are making so much money doing this stuff. Not saying I'm going to be like the next like big streamer, but like I, I think you will. I I want to thank you. <laughs> I want to um, I want to be able to use like you know my platform to uh get, like put out a message to people that don't feel like they could do things. Like no, you can you can do things. You know you have to be Amen. positive. You have to. Yes. Uh, it, to me, it starts with once again, empathy, and uh, just kindness. Like it. People will remember you being like that chill person. Uh, people will remember you being just like just you know just cool. So, for me, being angry all the time or <laughs> like just uh, just being like a dick. Like some people, like that's their thing. I, I get it, but I feel like it's so much harder to live your life that way. So yeah, I just, and I it's just, not serving anybody now. <laughs> yeah. So no. I, I definitely want to you know spread you know spread the joy. I always want to like I want people to feel good consuming the content yeah i'm so glad you said that because uh i don't know who says the quote but it's like something to the effect of um people don't remember what you say they remember how you made them feel yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. that's that is straight up truth that is exactly what it is yep. um it's not so much what you do it's how you're doing it because whatever you're doing somebody's probably already done it before in some other yeah. form because that's just where we're at in the human timeline. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything's a remix. So people get this idea in their head like, well, it has to be original. It has to be amazing. If it's too much like this, other, it's like, no, 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 no. Just pass, let, let the, torch pa- the torch pass to you. You know, carry it on. You know, put your twist on it, sure. But like, don't focus so much on what the thing is that you do. Focus on what you do with it and the passion that you put into mm-hmm. it and what, yes. what special thing you bring to the table via that as a vehicle. You know what I mean? So... To piggyback off that, <laughs> a lot of people always talk about how like this type of my, the type of industry I'm in is such a saturated industry. And, you know, a lot of things that like we well, OK, when we first opened, just like with any company, business, whatever, it wasn't always great in the beginning. Like, you know, there was that time where you're kind of just like, what am I doing? <laughs> is this really like how it's going to be, et cetera, et cetera. So a thing that we, like, me and my mom always say is, like, people are going to come to you whether, you know, what, no matter what, if there is someone else out there who does it cheaper or if there's someone else who does it nicer, whatever, they're always going to come back to you based off how you treat them. And so that was, like, a big thing for us. Like, um, you know, like, sometimes, like, like, like I said, it's oversaturated, it's a saturated, you know, business yeah but i'm not beating myself up about oh well so and so has this and so and so has that you know like i have my clients who trust me and you know they love me and then hearing them talk about like how i changed whatever and how i made them feel better and this this, and that it's really like oh i love that shit (laughs) i really do i really do like it's something that you know keeps me going like when i'm not working i'm like like that whole time that we're in in um quarantine like when we were actually in quarantine like i had to stay home and everything it was so depressing i was like i miss work i miss my customers i miss my clients i miss everybody like it's just that's my baby like this is my baby like i i don't know where i'd be without it and you know to you know go back to morgan's question why i started everything 
funny story. My mom actually didn't want me to do hair. <laughs> and uh, she's been doing hair since I was 12-ish. No, 11. I don't know. For a long ass fucking time. <laughs> and <laughs> so when I was like, you know, getting to graduation-ish, time-ish, she was like, no, don't do. I was literally looking at schools and everything. And she was like, no, don't do hair. Because this was back when she was working for Great Clips. Oh, shit. Can I say that? Sure. Yeah, oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Back when she was working for that franchise, um, she was like, don't do it. It's not worth it. Blah, blah, blah. And kind of like hearing, like, I know she loves that job. And like hearing her is like, it was really discouraging. So I was just like, okay, fine. So I went to something else. And then we finally decided to open up a salon and we did. And then it, oh, it just went uphill from there because it was great like i was like no. right because you're doing it your way yeah exactly and it's something yeah. that like oh, it's just so exciting i love it so much <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a beautiful like liberating feeling yes. to look at everything uh it, it, you know in, in whatever field or whatever direction you want to go with your, with your business or your path you know like financially or whatever you, you 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 know you get to look you think about your whole life and you think about experiencing other instances of this thing and and then you know at least for me I always kind of kept mental notes like, okay, I would definitely do that. I would definitely not do that. <laughs> yes. You know, just keeping all these notes like of like, what is going to make this an experience that people want? Yes. And, you know, how is this going to stay afloat? And who am I going to collaborate with? And what are the steps I'm going to take to make sure I have something to fall back on? You know, et cetera. It's a, it's a, whole, it's a whole process and plan out. And I think, um, I think, I think most jobs that people get into, whether it's an office job or, you know, some corporate thing or whatever, are kind of set up in a way where it's just, it's not set up for you to progress. It's not set up for you to graduate. It's not set up for you to go anywhere with it. So, and that's, you know, yes, the system sucks. Sure. But we also live in a society where depending on, you know, it's hard to say this, depending on your perseverance along with several privilege factors, depending on who you are, um, I think it is possible to follow your dream, but it's about unlearning the things that you're taught because yes. we're all taught not to do what, what we do. We're not taught, we're not taught to freelance. Are you kidding? I <laughs> probably would still be doing telemarketing or Starbucks or any of the other fucking 40 jobs I've had. It's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if I would have just stayed there and never decided like, okay, I'm done with this. This is a stepping stone. This is not me forever. I would still be there. No one would just like do that for me. No one would encourage me, but, you know, sure your mom or whatever, but like, but like, you know, nobody at the job, nobody in the system is going to push you any further. You have to do it. Yep. Well, I growing up the, I had a lot of people who were in construction who were involved in my life. Like the man who raised, <laughs> raised me. Um, he was a welder. He knew how to basically tear a house apart and put it back together. And I was also very verbally abused by him. And I did not like the construction world because of its, the way that so many people in that world treated LGBT people. And whenever when you were on a job site, like my mom, the, the, my adoptive mother now, she um, was hazed on job sites. She was the first female garage door installer in the state of Georgia. And, she was so bullied and picked on. There's been so many times when I've gone onto a job site, I am the, like, basically the one who's the top tier, the one who needs to be speaking to the customer, and customers will go and ask my employees what they're doing or go and ask my employees questions, 
And after I've already answered it five or six times <laughs> and they like the employees will finally be like, that's boss lady. And then they're like, oh, my bad. Like and then suddenly I'm changing someone else's mind about my community because I'm breaking stereotypes. I'm not just a woman in the industry. I'm a queer woman in the industry. And that's yes. something that's very not really found and I'm I completely dismantle systems and if, if I find you bullying another one of my employees your ass is packing your tools up and you're getting the fuck off my job site because I'm not going to reinforce the system that made me afraid to do construction in the first place I did not want to do this with my life at first until I was invited an opportunity to be a part of a team where it was a woman who ran the whole business, a woman who was literally in charge of all of the individual crews and all the individual crews were ran by women as well. And I was blown away because I finally had found somebody in this industry that was like opening and accepting and didn't feel the need to like make jokes about someone's sexuality or someone's race or gender. And I've had so many opportunities to, because I work in the Bible Belt, touch the lives of people who did not so know about my community. I want to say that right there is like, that's what's important to me is that spark of inspiration. That's something that, you know, I would hope that with my business, someone see, wow, you know, that, that black guy, he's doing this <laughs> yeah. and he's doing that and he's doing this. I can do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've had so many, so many of my trans friends have messaged me and they were like, you have, you were like, anytime we think we've got you pinned down, you've done something else. Like I started off doing makeup. Wait, oh, real quick. Is that, is that not weird to you like now? What do you mean? Like getting like those types of like messages like that. I don't know. I get those too. And I'm, I'm kind of just like, what? It's, like it's, <laughs> I never expect people to like enjoy anything I do or to like follow me. That's what I'm saying. I am actively choosing to, why wouldn't someone want to see what I'm doing? Why wouldn't someone be shocked by what I've done? I've decided to actively applaud myself for the fact that I jumped into I jumped into makeup and into hair because I was like, this is what I'm good at. I'm queer. People will like the fact that I'm doing it because I'm a biological male doing makeup and people like that. And it never really, I feel like the reason why my career did not take off then was because I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. I did it because it was easy. It was something I was good at. Now I've been able to go back and be like, okay, I'm going to take a male-dominated sport, turning into a woman's industry, and then give it back to my community. Um, I'm going to provide opportunities for people of color to work with me whereas, and pay them the exact same amount that I would pay anyone else. Because like, when, I, when you get into the construction world, you get to see that it's an entire community. Like, If, they, if you fuck up at a job, your face is remembered, they let everyone know, and you never get hired again. Um, so like I've been able to give black people the opportunity to work with me and make the same amount of money as a white person would have. And they are blown away because they're like, wow, you're going to pay me this much an hour? Like how? Like I've never gotten like that opportunity. And that's I don't want an, a, a, a badge or an applause for it because that's what the right thing is to do. I've been able to go into such a corrupt industry. <laughs> um, I've been able to take a corrupt industry and provide opportunities for queer people, for women, for, you know, any minority to like navigate the industry and to put their imprint somewhere. So it's been, it's like, a very so gotta, rewarding uh, process. So you don't want to applaud, but like we have to applaud that. <laughs> we really do. Hold on. 
That's great. And I like also like the way that I've navigated talking to super Republican people, um, because that's where you're going to find a lot of very backwards conservative views is in the construction world. Um, And I've been able to go into people's homes and make their homes beautiful. And whenever they see something that like they see an actual physical, tangible beauty that they've gotten from you they're more willing to like listen to you for some reason that, and they've welcomed you into their home. So like I create an atmosphere where they can misgender me, but I encourage them to correct themselves. And they do. I respect their faith and respect their belief systems. And while also not abrasively enforcing my own. And it's just like, it's been really nice to see the way that that it's like a bridge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The the community has like embraced me now. Like now I get offers because I'm trans. Now I get offers because of who I am. And because of the people who work with me. And it's just, I cannot wait to see where I build on pre-existing greatness. All right. So um, last thought process or last like go around that I want to do. What's something that you would say to like year one, like month one, you (laughs) starting in, you know, where you're at in the business that you're at. What would you tell yourself? Sorry, y'all. I cannot. That's, that's good. <laughs> what, what would you tell yourself um, starting out, like words of wisdom? We're starting with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. Don't stress. <laughs> well, I still stress now, but don't stress about what I was stressing back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I was stressing about not working because, um, you know, like I said, it's not like. You open and you're immediately going to get, like, all the money, you right. know? Mm-hmm. It's something, it literally, it took us months to get any type of business. And so and there was, were days you'd have, like, one haircut. Yeah. So it was kind of, it was, that was really defeating. But, um, you know, just wait, you know, um, just see how it goes and not, uh, yeah, just just be patient with it. It's something that, you know, takes time and and energy and you got to build up word of mouth yeah you know oh yeah social media yeah (laughs) yep 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 all right herb what you got what'd you tell uh i got three things all right uh the first thing is don't doubt your abilities yeah that too oh my god don't don't let anybody tell you nothing don't doubt don't 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 even don't even listen i mean i mean you know listen to your close friends listen to the people that have your back but don't don't doubt your abilities you have it in you you're not any less than um I would also say when you do uh, remaining humble, when you when you do get accolades, when you do get cool shit, be proud of yourself and also pay attention to who congratulates you, who says nothing and who says some shit. Pay attention. Mm -hmm. Um, And the people that are saying shit, they're done. They're gone. Um, Don't consider them any further, in my opinion. Uh, I've spent way too much of my life considering people that were not considering me. Um, mm. and the third thing is, <sighs> wow. The third thing is there's never, there's never going to be the right time to start. Just start. Yes, exactly. Just start it. Just do it because you know, sure. Whatever. Next year, there could be a fucking meteor. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Shit. You know it's what I mean? Like, geez, yeah. um, next month, who knows? <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? It's like, it's like, there's never the, per- you know, they say there's never the perfect time to have a kid, you know, all mm-hmm. that. It, it, it applies to your business, to yes. your, to your, uh, your ventures. 
there's never like the perfect time to start. But if you don't start, it's never going to happen. That job that you're working at or whatever, whatever it is, and this goes for everybody, um, whatever it is that you're doing that's not making you happy will continue if you don't take that first step to change it. It's that simple. Um, if I had anything to say to like month one of Royal Industries with Jade, um, <laughs> damn bitch, like <laughs> you're doing good. Um, yeah. Do not let the voices of gender essentialism and everyone else in the world be louder than your intuition um, because you know what you're doing. Um, don't be scared to be manly and to like show up to work and to do what every other man does. Um, don't feel like that invalidates your womanhood and stop invalidating yourself because I'm proud of you. Aww. Oh God. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's why that's why I stopped early because I was like, I'm going to cry if I keep going. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why nice. it's like when I said like, you know, this business is my baby. Like y'all saw what happened the other day. So, <laughs> oh, with the nail salon That was flooded. so stressful. <laughs> so, yeah, my uh, look, now I'm going to start crying too, Jay. Damn it. <laughs> Anyways, Aww. so yeah, the nail salon flooded and like I said, these businesses are it's stressful you guys are so cute (laughs) well i mean when you're young everybody's telling you like you have no idea what you're doing oh my god yes and not just that like i had zero chances like i was homeless and i did it like i've done it and i'm so proud of myself and so proud of like one month one of like i was just happy to have a phone that worked like I was happy to have a car that Damn. ran. Like, and now I am buying what I want and doing what I want, and it's because I did not listen to every single person who told me that I was not going to make it. I made the world a better place for the people who are going to come after me, and that's like, I I could die now and be like, I've done everything that I was supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! Wow, why is this getting so emotional? <laughs> I know, good oh, lord, fuck. y'all. <laughs> Wow. Jesus my, my Christ. My business did not just come from me wanting to make money. Oh, yeah. Money wasn't the point. I've chased a home my entire life. And I found a home whenever I found my business. I found a home oh whenever I found Royal Industries because Royal Industries is about making a home for other people. Not just literally, but like giving people the chances where I've never had a chance and now I have a platform to like let some other little Latina kid, some other little queer kid know that like your possibilities are endless. And, like, if you want a possibility, join my team. Because I'm not here to make it a harder place for the rest of the world. I want to fix this shit. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> Ooh, no. that's powerful. That's powerful. I love you. <laughs> Going off the, like, home <sighs> thing, when we first opened, too, we weren't in a great – when I say we, we, I mean me and my mom. We weren't in a great, like, um, headspace. We weren't great. We weren't doing great, you know, in life in general. And the salon literally became our home. It's funny because sometimes we're like, oh, we need to go home. We're talking about the salon. Yeah. Or like, oh, we need to um, have something at at the house. Talk about here. And it's just like, it's it's become a space. Oh, God. Where you're finally in charge of something. Yeah. And you feel like you're 
you know what you're doing. So, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Damn, y'all. Uh, no, it's just a lot. Like No, but know what I love about this? It, it shows that, you know, y'all are really passionate about what you do. Like, you love what you do. That and makes that's, me so happy. And that's the difference. That's the, And this is coming from, this is, <laughs> look, y'all are talking to your month one selves. Hey, guys, that's me. <laughs> month one self. Um, but I feel like I'm blessed that I have friends like you. Aw. Uh, Aw. And that goes to you too, uh, Herb. All of you guys that that you Thank know, you. I have people that look at what I'm doing. They believe in what I'm doing. Um, Herb, you said it. You know, don't question your you know your craft. Don't question like how you're doing things. Like people look, people are looking at you for a reason. Like it, it shouldn't be. A, Am I good enough? No, you are good enough. You just right. have to sort of like step into that greatness and move forward. Push the greatness even further. Um, I'm using that to like, it's, it's tough. Like every day I'm like, I wake up, I'm like, all right, I have this, that, and a third to do. I'm still working two other jobs. Um, this week's going to be wild, but like, I, I love what I'm doing so much. I don't mind that I have to, instead of going home, maybe playing a video game, watching a movie. No, I'm going to go home, edit one thing, work on another thing, maybe start some, um, art somewhere else. I'm doing these things that make me feel happy, make me feel whole. So yeah. all of it is going to work. Everything's going to fall into place as long as you're staying positive. Um, use that positivity as, like, energy. You know, you talked about Green Lantern yeah. earlier. Green Lantern, for me, uh, is special because, like, as a human, we all have willpower. But willpower is a source that can run out. It is. Yes. Um. You have to, I mean, sometimes you can't, sometimes you will be afraid. Green Lantern's weakness is fear. Is You know, it's uh, the, the, the fear of whatever, you know, is holding you back. Um, you got to push through that. You got to be that light that, you know, cuts through the darkness. You got to uh, inspire because yeah. that's, that's what I want to do. I want to inspire. I want people to um, take this content, take what we're saying, and use that to help them out in some form or fashion. There was so many. Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the very least, I'm like, if I'm a catalyst for someone being creative or feeling included mm -hmm. or feeling empowered or feeling um, like they belong, then that's that's a whole thing in itself not yes. even not even the thing that i'm doing but like mm -hmm. being a catalyst for those feelings in people you know because because one hand washes the other it, it's like you know you make someone feel that way and then they make it you feel another way right back you know well i mean the day that i was able to employ the people who used to bully me in school was <laughs> the day that i feel like i did it and it wasn't because like i employed them and was like now nah, you clean the floors it was <laughs> i was i employed them and i said here's an opportunity to better yourself and to create a living for yourself and for your family and to go somewhere in life. And like, okay, I one time found one of the kids who bullied me in school on a meeting app, as we know, Grinder, and <laughs> I posted it on Twitter. And I don't know if it made me a better person or a worse person, but I know that I haven't forgotten about him for a very long time. And I got to take that experience into my, my business and give the people who did make my life a living hell an opportunity to redeem themselves. Um, it's very big of you. 
Because a lot of people would want like revenge. Well, it's I don't I don't like to think of it as it's big of me. I think of it's essential of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I have been the only person in a room who was a trans woman for my business, and it's just it's nice to have been able to like not been afraid of adversities. So. So this is, I mean, this is powerful stuff, um, but, you know, I i feel like this is like part one of this discussion uh, because, I mean, 2020, I mean, we're almost through it somewhat, <laughs> I guess, but I feel like this. I can't believe this it's already September. <laughs> yeah. But just this, this conversation in itself, like, I'd love to have it, um, you know, again, you know, um, Herb. You know, shout out to you for, you know, being on this episode. Uh, and once again, any any topic that you want to talk about, like invitations there, let us know. Um, but we're going to we're going to uh, put a pinpoint on this chapter for this uh, for this episode. Uh, real quick, let's roll out the red carpet, uh, do some shout outs. Uh, Herb, what you got going on and where can people find you? Uh, so every night, more or less, um, I think we're taking off like tomorrow. It might be like one night a week, but more or less every night around 10 p.m. We're on twitch.tv slash the number three bears gaming with a Y. Um, you can find me at Game Master Herb on Instagram. Uh, whenever we get back to whatever, I'm also on Eventbrite, which is where I post all my events. Uh, yeah. And every night there's something going on involving gaming artists, music, drag, um, and for that matter, I'm very uncensored on Twitch. I do not mince words. I'm happy to say fuck the cops. I'm happy yes. to say uh, abolish <laughs> prisons. I'm happy to say all black trans lives matter. Retweet. Um, I'm very, very like vocal about that shit on there because I think if anything right now, especially in Atlanta and the South, we need to be beacons. We must be beacons. Yes. Oh, when he said gaming with a Y, he means G-A-Y-M-I-N-G. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what does he mean with a Y? I'm like, where does the Y go? You say black, you say black trans right lives matter, right? <laughs> I'm so glad that that was one of like the points that you made. You said you have a husband? Two husbands. I have two, yes. So is there, is there room for a third? What? <laughs> <laughs> literally, it is literally three bears gaming. Is yeah. <laughs> But that is episode 11. Once again, shout out to Game Master Herb. All of his links are going to be in the description. Um, Thank you so much. Once again, shout out to everyone that was live in the pre-show. Let us know. Facebook, how did it work out? Do you want to see it on Instagram? Do you want to see it on YouTube? Do you want to see it on Twitter? On Facebook again. Or on Facebook again. <laughs> Who knows? Um, we Just, just shout out to y'all. We appreciate you. And with that, we are... Oh, wait. Guys, I messed up. Oh. Uh- <laughs> I messed up, y'all. Uh, I started this last week, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, and, you forgot your quote. Yes, yes. Um, I, I love your say, quotes. Thank you, thank you. Oh, so Herb was there when like the quotes went for like fifteen minutes. It was like, yo, do <laughs> don't do this. Make sure you do it this. A, it was an essay. <laughs> yes. Oh man, but it was good stuff. It was all stuff. No, that it was great. It was I great. Need, I need to bring it back. I need to bring it back. But um, let's see what we got. I. <laughs> Now, speaking on businesses, let's go with this one. Listen to your fucking gut. Trust your fucking instincts. If you feel in your souls of souls that something isn't right, listen, damn it. Unless you're racist.
No, go ahead, out yourselves, out yourselves, no. so the rest of the world can move on without you. Bro, no, that, that's no true, you're right. Yeah. That's very true. I'll take that back. Let's do this one. This one's good. This one makes sense. Oh this God. one makes more sense than the last one. All right, y'all ready? You ready? Really? Yes, we're ready. Listen, listen, bitch. <laughs> there is nothing out of your reach if you can see it. You can attain it. Stop fucking limiting yourself. And underestimating your abilities. Woo! Cussing folks out at me. Because <laughs> you hear it and like you're like, oh shit. I'm you're awake attention. now, right? You're paying attention. Yeah. You gotta throw that in there. It's like a little sprinkle. Listen, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Listen, bitch. There we go. Now All right, bye, guys. Now we're really out. Herb, thank you for being on this week. Um, everyone thank listening, you thank you for being. And still watching and still listening. We appreciate you guys. Bless your heart. This is That's Unfortunate signing out for episode 11. Peace out. Drink more water and wear your fucking mask. Peace. Bye. Bye.